welcome to Generation Meets. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs that I've been making for the son for the last five years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And today, episode 23, we are listening to the music of Norway's finest. It's Aha. Aha are a three-piece band from Norway, consisting of Morten Harkit, Paul Wachter-Savoy and Magni Furholmen. They exploded on the scene in the 80s and have been releasing albums on and off ever since. So our first track is that single that they burst onto the scene with. It is Take On Me. Everyone knows that song, Take On Me. Everyone knows Take On Me. I'm not surprised you like Take On Me. It's a great song. Plus, we were listening to it the other day and I said it's kind of, you can hear Aha as an influence on Alan Walker. That's some song. The electronical sounds that they used on their keyboards. Plus, Alan Walker is half Norwegian. As well known as the song is, it got to number one in the US, stalled at number two in the UK. One of the things about the song is it's very distinctive and brilliant video. And on the 17th of February 2020, that music video passed the one billion views mark on YouTube. Wow. There aren't many songs that have done that. A couple by Guns N' Roses... Nirvana and Bohemian Rhapsody. Only the fifth time that's happened. It's from the album Hunting High and Low, which was their debut. Their third album was Stay On These Roads. And on that was a song that they were commissioned to write for the James Bond movie, The Living Daylights. It's actually very Bond feeling. That's the album version. The single version is a little bit more punchier, probably better actually, but I wanted to not include the single version because you can just get a single's greatest hits otherwise. Yeah. That was co-written with John Barry, who wrote an awful lot of the Bond themes up until The Living Daylights. And 
He'd also worked with Duran Duran a couple of years previously on A View to a Kill and had a very positive experience. But he was on record as saying he did not have a positive experience working with Aha because they had very different ideas about where they wanted to go with the song. And that was the last involvement he had with any Bond movie. Personally, I think the song is way better than the film. <laughs> the Living Daylights is a bit of a boring Bond film, but the song's good. 2009 saw the release of Foot of the Mountain, which is one of my favourite AHA albums. And this is called Riding the Crest. Riding the Crest? Yeah. More than Take On Me? Yeah. That I really didn't expect. I thought Take On Me was going to be your favourite all the way through, but wow. I really like Riding the Crest. I like the whole Foot of the Mountain album. I'm glad you like Riding the Crest. Maybe you should listen to Foot of the Mountain. We'll see how you get on with the other tracks I picked from it. <laughs> Our next pick is a track called Early Morning, which was taken from the East of the Sun, West of the Moon album, which I think came out in 1991. You said you don't think you'll. You said I. You don't think I'll like it. But no. no, I don't dislike it. I don't like it either. But is it a meh or an okay? It's a meh. It's a meh. Well, the meh returns. That counts as a not you. You're not particularly liking it that much. So I, I was right. But we'll go back to the foot of the mountain for our next one. Except the opposite side of it. We're going to go to the shadow side. I think you're going to like the whole album if you ever listen to it. 
it's similar to Unintended and Muse. Which but, you didn't particularly like very much on the Muse album. I, lo- I, re- I loved Unintended. You could be my yes. Unintended. Yes, I did say I quite liked that one. I didn't think you did. I mean, it's not like we've got it on tape or anything can actually prove whether or not one of us is correct. Well, which one of us is correct? Well, I'm pretty sure it's me, because I enjoyed that one. So it reminds you of Unintended, okay. Because, like, it's quite a... It could have been influenced by them. It was a 2009 album. Showbiz from Muse came out in 1999. They may have picked up a few stylistic ideas. But I'm glad you like Shadow Side. It's a really good ballad from their slower songs catalogue. The next one is also a ballad from... It's the sole pick I made from Scandal Days. Scandal Days was their second album. I had Hunting High and Low on cassette and absolutely loved it. But I always found Scandal Days a disappointing follow-up. And as a result, I've only picked one track, but it is probably the peach of the whole album, Manhattan Skyline. What do you think of the middle bit where the guitars are in Shouty. Good though, isn't it? Yeah, Good it's shouty. Okay. It's okay. It, I think it lifts the song. I think it's the perfect fusion of those synth keyboards and the harsher guitars. I think Manhattan Skyline is great. It's just a shame that I've never enjoyed Scandal Days as the album. But I have picked tracks from Hunting High and Low and the next one is from that album. There were 10 tracks on it. You're going to get five of them. This one is Living a Boy's Adventure Tale. understand what he's actually saying. I don't think it's hard to understand. I don't know. What, I can't properly. tell what he's saying. Well, he's living a boy's adventure tale. So he's telling a story of doing adventurous things on a journey. A typical adventure tale. Uh, is the singer who does a, does a heart singer... Morton Harkett, yeah. The guy who was Viking on The Masked Singer... And did take on me and sounded really and sounded way worse than he does in this. Yes. Kind of croaky. Yes, it was Morton Harkett. I actually, when we were watching the Mass Singer, I guessed that it was Morton Harkett, and then he did take on me, 
and, and you're like, it didn't sound quite right because it was slowed down and stripped back. And I thought, it can't be him because he's that he's been singing that his whole career. It's such a signature song. No, it can't be him. And then it turned out to be him. And he's the first person on The Masked Singer who ever did one of their own songs. Yeah. But when he took the mask thing off, um, was singing normally, he sounded normal again. Because don't forget, they're in this, this suit thing. He had a big head. Yeah, but he's still in a suit thing and, and all the reverberations lost. Mm. And so I've seen the bit after he's unmasked and he sings again and it's... That's clearly Morton Harkett's voice. What does he sing? He was also disguising his voice to a certain extent. I think he sang Take On Me again. Yeah, he, he was the Viking. So in 2015, they recorded... Well, they actually had a second comeback. So they stopped recording in the mid-90s. They then reconvened in 99 and released another four albums. And then they said that was it. They did a farewell concert and said, we're finishing and we're done. And then... Morton Harkett and Paul Wachter Savoy kind of started getting together and recording new stuff. They invited Mags and he didn't want to do it, but he said, well, if it's going to go out as a har, I'm going to have to be involved. And they recorded in 2015 the album Cast in Steel. This is from that. It's called The Wake. Now, I'm detecting the fact that you were singing along to that chorus. You like this one. I really like that one. Is it um, above Riding the Crest in terms of how much you like it? I don't it? know. I don't know. I'm glad you like it because Casting Steel is my favourite AHA album. Their most recent is the one that I like the most, which is hard to say that it supplanted Hunting High and Low, but it did. It also made me go back and listen to Foot of the Mountain and discover how good that was as well. So I, I have just read some interesting news, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until the end. You're going to have to wait. You're not going to get touchy about it, are you? Didn't really? Why didn't you like Touchy? I don't like the words. They just, they just don't see alright. So what do you think it's about? Well, I know it's not about what I was thinking about. What so what I were you thinking about. it was about? Oh, someone who's a bit a bit tactile touchy. 
I don't yeah. think it's about that. Like sexually touching. Yeah, I don't think it's about that. I think it's about being sensitive. Yeah, that's that's like, what I oh, thought it so was actually going to be mean. Yeah, that's what I think it's about. I've never yeah, really listened touchy, to the lyrics. just touchy, touchy. Yeah. <laughs> it, no touchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say no touchy, touchy. I don't know. He says no look, touchy, no touchy. I might have to look at the lyrics and see whether or not it's suggestive or it's just talking about being sensitive. But fair enough, you can't like them all. That's from the album Stay On These Roads, like The Living Daylights was. In 2005, they had their first top 10 hit since 1988. With this track from the album Analog, and it's the title track, Analog, All I Want. I thought that one, I don't, can't remember what it's called, but the intro to that one reminded me of a different song. That's a lot. Well, the one you were humming oh, was woo! Song 2 by Blur. Yeah. Yeah, it got a similar chord sequence, but it's nothing like it. It's really nothing like it. I have a confession to make. What? I don't really know the song Analog very well. I've rarely listened to the album. Okay. And I don't particularly like it. I'm surprised that that is their first top 10 single in the UK since 1988 when they released so many other better songs in between. We're exactly halfway through. That was our midpoint track. And our trek has been all right so far. And on this album, Foot of the Mountain, it's certainly been positive. So we're going back to the title track, Foot of the Mountain. like the other two tracks put them out. good good that three from three quite pleased about that I just read something interesting about this that they had already previewed Shadow Side and Riding the Crest which we've listened to ahead of the album and then in 2009 they surprised all their fans by releasing that track Foot of the Mountain as a single which had only been finished the night before the next track I absolutely love the opening part of it it's one of my favorite bits of 80s pop music from stay on these roads it's you are the one
good. But it's not very much. Fair enough. I think I prefer the single remix of it. It gives it a lot more bite and attack. Returning to their debut, Hunting High and Low, for a great little short track, it's The Blue Sky. I don't really care. Is it Yeah. But it's only two minutes and 30 seconds long, so it's not going to stick around long enough to annoy you. So, fair enough. I like Blue Sky. I wouldn't have put it on if I didn't. Their first reformation as a band in 99 saw the release of the album Minor Earth, Major Sky. This was a track from that. It's called Velvet. Like velvet, her face cut from stone, her eyes when she's smiling will never reach home. But hear how she sings. I thought you might say that. I did say that I felt that they kind of set off with a bang, with some great stuff, and then they had a mid-period where they tailed, and they got to the point where now they're releasing great albums, and their latter-day stuff is probably the best stuff they've done. This is right from their middle period. Mm. I don't love it either. So as an antidote, it's time to go for the fourth time to Hunting High and Low for Love Is Reason. Why not? I thought you I would like Love Is Reason. I just didn't. Tell you what, it's the most 80s sounding thing we've heard. I like it. I've always liked the Hunting High and Low album. And this there's not a bad track on it, really, for me. But you either like things or you don't do it, Joel. We're drawing to the end of the compilation now. And the next track is from their final album, Cast in Steel. It is the title.
either. That was kind of boring. Now I'm disappointed. You get I didn't mind. I didn't mind on the previous ones, but I'm disappointed you didn't like the title track, Casting Steel. I think the chorus is soaring. I think his vocals are amongst the best he's done. I think it's a great song. Mm. Still, you've liked the three tracks I picked from Foot of the Mountain. Will you like the fourth? It just shows how much I like Foot of the Mountain. It's Mother Nature Goes to Heaven. Was Mother Nature Goes to Heaven Heavenly or not? No. It was okay. I don't, don't... So, of the four tracks from Foot of the Mountain, there's been three you really liked and one that's okay. Yeah. Penultimate track is from the Casting Steel album and it's Living at the End of the World. Based on your responses to similar sounding songs, I think you don't like that, Joel. I mean, it wasn't that bad, it's just a bit boring. It's slower, but then you've liked other slower songs. So what has been your favourite so far? Was it The Wake? No, or... I, it was either The Wake or the, the track three. Riding the Crest? Yeah. Okay. Because I think our final track on here will actually be the one that you decide is your real favourite. The title track of the debut, Hunting My Life. I like it, but it's not my favourite. Wasn't this in contention for your top 100 at one point? Yes, at one point. So would The Wake or Riding the Crest be in contention for your top 100? Maybe. Maybe, okay. I think part of the reason, as I said before, that you like what you've heard of those songs of Aha is because you like Alan Walker. And I think he was influenced by them. 
it's possibly one of the reasons why I didn't dislike the Alan Walker stuff that you've played me. Mm. So while I was doing a little bit of research on tracks and mentioning the occasional nugget of information, I discovered something. That made you very happy. Yeah. That made me do the that meme face of Chris Pratt. Wait, I don't if know. If you that. don't know what the meme face of Chris Pratt looking pleased, look at up. And that is I thought that they had potentially finished uh, after Casting Steel and the various tours, but there will be a new album due in autumn 22 called True North and I am really already looking forward to it. Because if it's as good as the last two, Foot of the Mountain and Casting Steel, then it'll be a banger. It'll, it'll probably be my favourite album of 2022. So, it's not been a bad Daddy's introduction, has it? No. So normally, we would now move on to... Joel's Revenge! Except we're not going to on this episode. Uh, Joel's having trouble coming up with suitable revenges. So you've decided to take a different approach, haven't you? Yeah. Which is? Only have revenge on the bad ones. Because <laughs> I, I have songs that he won't, won't like, but he doesn't. He never likes when I give him a, a bad song on um, A Good Week. Well, that's true. So, you can always so... give me songs I like that I maybe already know. No, because then it's not a revenge. Well, that means that that's the end of the episode. So, just to plug other stuff, I have a YouTube channel called Pock and Rock where I talk about music stuff. And I have a channel called Fox Eating Nuggets Gaming where I play Minecraft. And we'll be back in a fortnight's time. Listen out for our musical clue at the end as to who we might be listening to. But until then... Thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye.